Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Coming up on NBA Today, there were some key returns last night headlined by Kawhi Leonard. What he did for the first time since making one of the most iconic shots in NBA history. Plus, Giannis is 28 today. We choose some gifts for the Milwaukee megastar and hear what he expects to get for his special day. Also, LeBron is back in Cleveland tonight. We take a look back at his unbelievable stats against his former team. NBA Today starts right now. You know, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, this was them back in action, the dynamic duo, the Batman and Robin, if you will. They were doing a little bit of everything, but Paul George off the drop, uh, Janae, just stepping back for the little wing three. It's really nice when we get to see both of their superstars ready. And look at that reverse pivot all the way around to the basket. That is not easy, but Paul George, Marcus Morris, they're shooting the ball, and you just got to love it. Yeah. Then in the fourth quarter, like this, they're moving the ball. And this is Kawhi time. This is what we mm. have learned to see from him. A little step. Ooh. I just love it, that one-two step to his elevation. But, hey, it was back and forth. Yeah, it was back and forth. The Charlotte, look, the, the Charlotte Hornets, they have a lot of talent. They just haven't been able to put it together. And this might not be the game. Do you know why? Because these boys work. Ugh, how yeah. lucky. How nice. Effort. Paid. Effort pays off. Yeah, that's what – look, you got two guys that are able to do a little bit of everything around the rim, but this is what you pay for. Wait, wait, wait for, for it. it. Oh, Take oh, got, him. got him. Please him. <laughs> That's a lonely, lonely island to be. I've been out there. It is not very much fun. <laughs> Jab, it release, gorgeous. down. Money shot. Got to see it from all angles with the left. Textbook. You don't need many dribbles to be effective, y'all. Yes, and Kawhi had some, some interesting sound for us right after you see the way this game finished. Not a quality look there from, uh, from the Hornets, but you know what? They live to fight another day. I felt good. Uh, my teammates trusted me. Uh, they seen who, they, uh, who was on me at the beginning. It was Rozier, but they did a great job switching. And uh, I was able to get the spot in, uh, the ball in my spot, and shot the ball confidently. I can't wait to get back uh, playing in a rhythm and, you know, playing more minutes. Uh, but, you know, I'm taking the challenge, and I'm happy we got the win tonight. Did a ton of work, a ton of prep. Um, and uh, I mean, I was just in a good rhythm. Um, the time off was was well spent working on my body, and uh, we'll 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 be one of those teams that's that's playing at the end. Uh, we we just have to start forming and shaping up as the season goes on. So after missing six games, Kawhi was back to being captain clutch. Now, Chanae, I want to know, because you got your iPad out. She's ready. Oh, yes. What did you see from Kawhi last night? Let's do it. I saw two things. One, team basketball, and two, a money shot. Cash money. First, from the team perspective, the Clippers are 7-0 when they record 25 or more assists. Last night, they had 30, and this one assist, I'm going to show you, Mr. Richard Jefferson. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Let's it's quite crazy, so let's roll the tape. This is beautiful team basketball. John Wall attacks, draws two, gets it to 
to Paul George, long closeout attack, and then you get a really great look here from Marcus Morris Sr. Now pause it right here. You'll see when you take the right shot when it's wide open, the timing allows you, someone like, you know, I'm a rebounder, but Kawhi Leonard to really time up and sink this attack to the basket just in case he misses. And then this happens there, and this is where they messed up the Hornets, okay? Because look, one, two, three, four Hornets Ooh, are in position. It. They're in position to really rebound, but they think that they can out-athlete this rebound instead of box out. Well, guess what, y'all? You should have boxed out because Paul George with the hustle play and the fun guy with probably his easiest finish. But this is what I really love. So now the game is tied, right? But now, you know, you see the ensuing possession. This is awesome. So what? we got 10 seconds left right on the dot. Uh, John Wall is looking around. And he's like, who, who, who should I pass the ball to? Who's going to take this last shot? He's looking at Paul George. Paul George, if we magnify it right here, Paul George, he's actually saying, hey, look at his arm. We're giving this to Kawhi Leonard. And so look at that. He points over there. They give it to Kawhi. And then most importantly, to try to get him on an island, what you'll see here is everyone is outside. Their feet are outside of three so that Kawhi Leonard can go one-on-one -on -one right here on his island. And all it took, you saw it in the highlight, he was waiting for it, waiting for him, nice little rip through right here, rip, oh, but you, you bit on it, one dribble, knocked down. Kawhi Leonard is six for nine in clutch time so far this season, and so that's why John Wall was looking, Paul George was saying, let's give it to the fun guy, let's give it to Ka Kawhi, because he can take us home. Even though he's not out there all the time in these games based on injury and stuff, he's still in a one-possession game, probably the best answer that they've had, and team basketball was essential to getting them there. And, and this is why it's so crazy. When you have these two studs, this is why everyone is so excited if the Clippers can get them on the court consistently because Kawhi has done some great things. Let's flash back to the last time Kawhi made a go-ahead shot in the final five seconds back in Game 7 against the Sixers in 2019. The shot, I want to say heard around the world, but it was really heard in Philly. Just yes, and that takes us, you know, that's look, that's a nice transition here to the 76ers. That's just great producing. I didn't write that. Our producer did. <laughs> James Harden was back on the floor for the first time oh, since goodness. November 2nd in Houston of all places. Wait, don't say of all places. That is my hometown, 281713, and there's a bucket. With, by the way, those were his buckets, the threes and the free throws. Yeah, threes and free throws. <laughs> and that's James Harden. But look, he made just four of 11 three-pointers, but missed all eight shots in the paint. That's tied for the most paint attempts without a make in his entire career. And look, this game went down to the end. What a block. Mm, the young guys, the young fellas out here in Houston have been have been really balling as of late. Yes, but look, overtime, overtime free, basketball. free basketball. And look, these young kids, they will drive you crazy. You will love them. <laughs> but look at that high left-hand finish by Jalen Green. That is an elite, elite shot from a top pick, but Joel Embiid, big fella. There's not a big fella I've ever seen with a hang dribble as smooth as him. Big facts, but look at this. I mean, they always had an answer, and that, that was a big call right there. That was a big call for against Joel Embiid. Yeah, that was a big call. They were going to feel that now tie game. James Harden has a chance. Nope. Okay. Ah, more basketball. That's a lot. When you haven't played, the next thing you know, you're in a double double overtime <laughs> on the road against your former team. But look, okay. that back knocks down the three, cuts the lead. And the braids too. Okay, but look, this is all. I'm gonna say this is all about the Rockets. They get the win, but like bigger questions for Philly.
Now look, Harden made just four of 11 three-pointers, but missed all eight of his shots like I mentioned earlier. And that is tied for the most pain attempts without a make in a game in his entire career. Take a listen to what Harden had to say after the game. I mean, rehabbing and working out by yourself for a month straight, I mean, month without really like live contact and people guarding you and all that basketball things is necessary to you know translate into the game it's difficult so tonight i'll take the credit for it you know i didn't play well but you know i gotta be better and i will oh let's bring in the rest of our panel here senior writers zach lowe and brian windhorse yes i feel a little bit smarter already <laughs> zach let's start with you in your beautiful red shirt shout out to croatia what stood out to you from harden in his first game in over a month Look, I'm not going to read too much into it. There were a lot of uncharacteristic turnovers last night for the Sixers. Even Joel Embiid had some. Let's chalk it up to first game in a while. But two things have plagued the Sixers all season. Number one, James Harden still doesn't have the burst that we associate with Houston James Harden or even Brooklyn James Harden. And that's reflected in can't make a two, shooting more mid-rangers than ever. It's great that he can make them, but he's not the rim-attacking machine that he used to be. And number two, this team just looks so kind of stagnant at times on offense. They play Harden ball, and then they play Embiid ball. And both of those styles can be really effective because those dudes are just that good. But Boston and Milwaukee demand a little bit more, a little bit more connectivity, a little bit more flow, especially when Tyrese Maxey comes back. He's got to eat too. And so I think if they want to get into the stratosphere with those two teams, they've just got to get a little more zip offensively. It just can't be your turn, my turn. As good as the two turn takers are, that's not going to beat the two juggernauts above them in the East. Yeah, if you watch the end of this game, there was a lot of clutch possessions, and a lot of times the Sixers went to a Harden and Embiid pick and roll. I mean, that's a basic play, and when you made the trade to get James Harden, that's what you're envisioning, a play that's extremely difficult to defend. But what ends up happening in so many of these Harden and Embiid pick and rolls, and we saw it last year and we're seeing it again this year, is that they go through the motions and then they just isolate. Like you said, Zach, they very rarely truly play off of each other. And in this particular case, you saw Harden still isolating a lot, Embiid still isolating a lot, not getting the kind of shots that they needed, and they lose to a team that, while the Rockets have been playing better lately, this is a game the Sixers need to win. And, you know, they are now, Harden and Embiid are now 2-5 and five this year when they play together. Still very early. Definitely injuries. Lots of time to work it out. But the early returns, despite all of the optimism from the offseason, we're just not seeing it in the actions on the court. One of the bright spots, Chene, was Tobias Harris. He shot... 9 for 15, 7 for 8 from 3 for 27 points. Even when you don't have one of your stars, no Tyrese Maxey, and James Harden is struggling, Tobias Harris is somebody that the Sixers can probably get more from. Yeah, and with James Harden out and also Maxey out, I think we started to see that shift with Tobias Harris where there has been a lot of great expectations the last few years for him, and he's sort of delivered in this recent stretch. But we get oftentimes to speak about the Philadelphia 76ers. Even when they lose, we don't get to talk about the Houston Rockets. Oh, I'm wearing oh, red oh, when they win oh, because I know that's not like a big thing, but like their young players have started to show up. They're 4-3 and three in their last seven games after starting the season 3-4 and four 
14. Mm -hmm. Jalen Green has looked sensational, I think averaging 23 points per game. I'm going to talk about the Rockets. My producer, Greg Fonseca, <laughs> is in my ear saying, this is not what we're supposed to do. Well, guess what? The Rockets deserve this moment because I feel like as much as we talk about how they need to have more synergy, the Sixers in their offense, you're right, it can't be one turn, one turn in the NBA. The reality is the Rockets are much better. They're turning the corner a little bit. Look, I, I get it. Like, the Rockets, we don't <laughs> talk about enough on here. Yes, this they, is, it, Richard, this is our one chance. So, like, let me have my 90 I seconds. might be a little bitter because they drafted me and then traded me immediately. And, again, I'm Thank still – Thank you. Yeah, Let's stay in unison against producer Greg. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm bitter against the Houston Rockets. Like, I'm like – But you're not bitter against Houston and your girl, right? No, 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 okay, no, no. You're a family. Matters. But, look, they did have some young players play extremely well. Porter that's Jr., a, Jabari look, Smith. Yeah, Jabari really Smith Thank is you. playing well. Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green had a great game. So, we're just going to keep talking about – They're so mad at me right now. But, look. We don't need to talk any more about the Rockets because we have so much more to get to. Still to come on NBA Today, what Luka, SGA, and Giannis did last night to propel their teams to victory. Don't miss those highlights. Plus, are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown the best duo in the league? Yes. We rank them next. I and LeBron you. and AD take on the Cavs tonight in Cleveland. Why this may be the best Cavs team since this moment. Let me see this. Which moment? Cleveland! This is for you! Ow! Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's V-Week on ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against cancer. Welcome back to NBA Today. I'm Richard Jefferson in for Malika Andrews. And there were six 30-point scores in the association last night. So let's go a little coast-to-coast coast and check it out. See who was putting in some absolute work, starting with Luka. The Mavs who blew out the Suns thanks to Luka's 33. He's now scored 30 in 30 minutes in consecutive games for the second time in his career. He is the only person to ever do so. Chanae, what do you think? I really is, he that, think is, he, is, he, is he that dude? He is that dude. And I think some people are like, oh, it's against Devin Booker. But, like, can we give Devin Booker a break? This was a back-to-back. -back, and also he's coming off of, like, this is a road trip start. He was just averaging 45 in games and then went into this back-to-back -back scenario. So, Luka's that dude. But also Devin Booker is. I just wanted to, like, quiet. Yeah, NBA there's Twitter. something extra with there. Luka, Luka has a little something extra. And then <laughs> Pacers rookie Andrew Nemhart led the Pacers over the Warriors by becoming the third rookie to go 30 points, 10 assists, five threes in a game in the last 
20 seasons joining Trey Young. And look, I want to say that Rick Carlisle said if they had to redraft, he thinks Nimhard would go in the top 10. You think so? At this point, like, I don't want to do and shuffle the draft board. Just be happy that you're winning right now, Pacers. Let's talk about the rookies. The ben Matherin. Give them some love. Ben Matherin. Ben Matherin said, hey, I can take it to LeBron and then Nemhard knocking down shots. They've been one of the fun surprises of the season so far. No, I'm with it. And then. Probably the biggest surprise, the person that probably needs to get the most love. Mm. SGA continued his incredible scoring stretch with his seventh straight 30-point game. That's the longest streak by a Thunder player since Russell Westbrook during his MVP season in 2017. Janae, do you like Shea's chance oh, being all in? Absolutely. He's number three right now in the NBA and scoring 31.3 points per game. This guy's going to be an all-star, all-NBA if he keeps this up. And I just love how he's still taking the game seriously considering that OKC, you know, they, they're not healthy, but they're like a year away, a year away from being a year away. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, one day before his 28th birthday, he's only 28, Giannis recorded his seventh straight 30-point game as well. That's the longest streak in Buck, Buck history behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it all followed starting that whole ladder situation that happened after the Sixer game. Here's the birthday boy. What his little birthday plans are after the game? I don't know if my uh, lady have anything planned for me. I hope they have something planned for me. Maybe like a birthday cake, maybe like a birthday car, or maybe like a birthday watch, or maybe a jewelry. I would love that. I don't know if my family is watching right now. They should go get get them. Um, I will not want to go to dinner because I have a game the next day. I want to be able to rest and uh, get my treatment that I usually do and take my nap and play with my kids. Other once I put my kids uh, to bed, you never know what can happen, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> might get a little bit freaky. <laughs> it's my birthday. I don't know why I feel a little weird bringing back in Zach and Brian Windhorst after Giannis talking about he wants to get a little freaky. What was your reaction to Giannis's post-game interview? Well, that's what he said, Sinead. I know. Zach, Zach, what was your reaction? I loved it. I think, look, he's got Homer Simpson there. That's always a plus. And if we're talking about Giannis' birthday presents, I would say this. Everyone's always obsessed with the threes and the free throws. He's shooting 24% from floater range. Those little shots in the paint that are not at the rim. And those are the shots that he was making more of when they won the championship. Those little jump hooks, little fading 13-footers. Forget the threes. That's the shot that could separate him. Let's get that back in the repertoire. Let's get that accuracy up because if that happens, that's a problem. But really, Giannis has everything. You asked him about that interview, Richard, and he's asked, he's talking about floaters. Thank so you. my hat tip, uh, if you could give uh, if you could give anything to Giannis for his birthday, I think you give him great weather in Milwaukee because at some point he's gonna need some players to come there. And if he wants to be uh, competing for titles when he's How 35, that the picture you guys he's show gonna need Milwaukee. some help. So <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm from Cleveland. I'm not looking down at Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. It's one of my favorite NBA cities because it reminds me of home, Cleveland. But, you know, it's rough in the winter. It would help if global warming made Milwaukee tropical and then we could get uh, the best players to kind of come there. Go, Janae. Janae. Are we doing my gift? Like, yes. what gift? Yes. I would give Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, for his birthday. Happy 28th, Giannis. A smoothie. 
I would give him a smoothie. One of my favorite moments when he came into the league was like, just tasted the smoothie right. for the first time. Yeah. God bless America. <laughs> yes. I love it. So he's, I'm going to give him a smoothie, and I you're, think he'd enjoy it. You're going to give him a smoothie. Okay, well, look. Giannis has been on absolute fire since the latter incident with a career high in seven straight 30-point games, leading the league at 36 about points a game. That's to go with 10 boards and almost six assists per game. And it all happened after the whole ladder thing. So Wait, for Richard, me, I, I want yeah, what, what would you give Giannis? I would give Giannis, a, I would give him a rematch. I would give him a rematch. I want to see the rematch between him and the ladder because I don't think the ladder was ready. I don't think the ladder was prepared for this <laughs> battle. So that's what I would want to get Giannis for his birthday. Okay. Do you have any issues with that, Janae? I do because What's, that's like a, not a real thing. And he also won that. So go ahead, Zach. Zach, yes. Show, tell me that we're being rid ridiculous while he you're is. wearing this jersey. First of all, the latter thing, let's just forget the latter thing. Second of all, did Windhorse just wish that global did Windhorse just wish that global warming made Milwaukee tropical? Yo, we don't want to all die. That would be a bad sign. And Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are already there. How many more guys does he need? He needs them all. He's on there. And they're like right neck and neck with the Celtics to come out of the East. Yeah, he's like they're that. doing all right. Look, I have never seen a player say I want less talent. I want all talent. Can, let me give, give me as much talent around me as possible so he can keep doing it the but hard Wendy, way. Wendy, you were wild. I didn't heard even a player process. say he wants more colder weather. You've that, also never that, heard a player say he wants true. more colder weather. All right, all right, all right. Enough of this. Coming up a ladder. on this jam-packed show, LeBron James, speaking of Cleveland, returns there for the first time this season. What we can expect out of him against a very tough Cavs team. And we dive into the historic start that the Celtics are on. Why this may be the best offense we have ever seen. Brian and Zach break it down. Plus, it was the video that had everyone on the internet oh faked out. We have Steve Kerr and Steph Curry's reaction. More NBA Today after the break. He made at least two of those, y'all. No, he practices these things. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anytime I can try to put this, this state and this community on the map in a positive way, I'm going to try. You may be
I always say, don't never let somebody tell you you can't achieve something. Don't never let nobody tell you that. If you believe in something, you can do it. Strive for greatness. That is crazy. The old man now. LeBron has scored almost 30 points per game against the Cavs, second most by any player versus a former team in NBA history, behind only KD's 32 against OKC. LeBron James is 17-2 in the games he plays against the Cavs, and one of those losses came earlier this season in L.A. For more on LeBron's return to Cleveland, we now welcome in Lakers reporter Dave McMiniman. Dave, this is LeBron's. 10th game in Cleveland as a visitor, his third as a Laker. What is his mindset as he returns to his hometown? Richard, he cherishes these moments. He's 3-0 at this arena since joining the Lakers, including one of the all-time great LeBron moments during the pandemic season when a Cavs executive kind of cheered for him missing a shot at the end of the third quarter. He went nuts in the fourth, ended up with 46 points for the game. He always gets tuned up for this matchup. and. Akron, of course, is about 45 minutes down the road. He told me in D.C. the other night that he's going to have friends and family in the arena. And you know, the unspoken thing here, Richard, is that we're probably less than a handful of these games left in his career. So there's going to be even more uh, you know, of a special atmosphere for LeBron as he considers how few of these chances he has left. Yeah, no, there's a lot of talk about how quality this Cavaliers team is. This is probably the best team that he has faced since he has left. So LeBron is back again. Brian, you have covered just about every one of his returns. Why do you feel like this trip is different? The Cavs have been awful whenever they've not had LeBron for 25 years, okay? The last time they made the playoffs without LeBron James was in 1998. I think you were, you know, taking Sociology 101 at Arizona back then, Richard. And he's he's just clearly been on better teams. And so even last year, Cavs fans were believing that maybe if LeBron didn't extend with the Lakers, that he would come back for a third time in the summer of 2023. And it wasn't until the Donovan Mitchell trade and the LeBron James extension that that dream really ended. And so the Cavs fans have moved on and the Cavs organization has moved on and which is which is why not only do they actually have a chance against LeBron these you know this season which they haven't had for so many uh, times and they played him in the past but they also have a chance to make that playoff and that is symbolic and I know that you know they're third in the east and as the season goes along there's going to be like oh will the Cavs finish third or finish fifth or can they get to second this is a team that hasn't won a playoff series without LeBron since 1993 and hasn't made it to the playoffs without him since 1998. This is a completely foreign territory, and I think you saw it in the way the Cavs played against the Lakers a few weeks ago. Now you've got a much improved Laker team and a Cavs team that's the healthiest they've been in a couple of weeks. And this is a real game tonight that's not about nostalgia. It's about what's happening right now. Yeah, and hopefully that recent, uh, you know, the recent basketball that they've been playing will be motivation, meaning last year we talked about the Cavs sort of overperforming. They were top two at one point, trickled down to top four, and then, you know, looked at, uh, uh, you know, towards the end of the season not really being so much as a contender. But now they realize they've added, you know, pieces, and those pieces have worked out really well. Like the Cavs, first of all, are expected to win and also not only win, like speaking versus LeBron, but like we have great expectations of this team for the first time in a long time because they have truly balanced basketball. 
basketball. I mean, speaking of who you're looking at, Kevin Love has looked amazing so far this season. Uh, Garland and Mitchell have really teamed up well in a way that people had questions starting the season. How will this backcourt work? Well, guess what? When we talk about one-two punches, like one person going off for 50 one night or 40 and another person doing it, like that's hard to keep defenses honest when you have that type of depth at the point guard position. So, yeah, I think this is a fun matchup not only for nostalgia for LeBron James returning home, but also for Cavs to try to end like these types of games are the ones you look back on and say, hey, everyone's here for this reason, but let's show people that we are here to stay. And I think that's the brand of Cleveland Cavaliers basketball that you know, Richard Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, okay. That Look, it's almost 2023. And to Brian's point, since 2003 until last season, the Cavs were completely defined by LeBron James. His presence, his absence, his potential return. Last season was the first time, and Darius Garland talked about this in January 11 months ago, that the Cavs began to form an identity absent LeBron James. And that's only accelerated this year, and obviously that's healthy for the franchise. That's the Cavs. For the Lakers, look, they're 8-2 in their last 10 games. Their schedule's been pretty soft. Anthony Davis is playing sensational. This is the beginning of a stretch of games that really started with the Milwaukee game last weekend, I guess, where it's Cleveland, Philly, Toronto, Boston, Denver, leading up to that December 5th date when it's easier to trade players. We're about to learn a lot about the present-day Los Angeles Lakers. So we can make this game about nostalgia if we want, but the Cavs have moved on, and the next 10 to 12 games for the Lakers are really, really important in determining the course of their season. Yeah, and, and look, we're going to talk about the next 10 games, but if we're going to talk about the next 10 games, we can also talk about the last 10 games. And even though all the focus has been on LeBron James, Anthony Davis has been playing the best basketball of his career. 95 points in the last two games. Let me say that again. 95 points in the last two games. Cheney, can he keep this up tonight and honestly take a little bit of heat off LeBron? Absolutely. I think he can. Now, mind you that the Cavs' defense is stout, right? They have rim protection, but the reality is AD went up against Giannis and was fearless, and I think that fearless mentality is something that he's bringing to each and every one of his opponents right now. Look at those numbers. 35 points per game, most in the NBA. 15, 16, almost 16 rebounds per game, and then two, three. Yeah, we're going to say three bodies. Yeah, we're I'm rounding down, bodies. but I, like rounding up. The last nine games have been the best, you know, stretch of Anthony Davis' brand of basketball that we have seen, and I think given the platform, he not like he fought so hard to get back to playing this type of basketball. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to give it up that easily, meaning he's going to want to go hard. Again, I broke it down yesterday, I believe, leading the NBA in this stretch in paint points. I see something different in his eyes, and this is another challenge. You've been seeing him like answer every possession, whether it is in the paint or knocking down the three. I'm excited. I think he'll get up for this one because he knows it's another opportunity to quiet people that have been talking very loudly the last two years. Including us. We've no, been talking I, it has not oh, been whatever, me. No, Everyone knows it's not but No, but the way, the, what I like about this road trip, especially as a challenge to Anthony Davis, is that you had Giannis, and we know about those battles. He had Przingis in Washington, and, now, better, and yeah. now he's going to go against a young stud in Mobile and Jared Allen and so now all of a sudden it's like that challenge continues he's got more bigs that he gets to go and prove that he is one of the best in the league yeah and he's trying to make his case make mm -hmm. his case that he's back and he's real yeah well look and if we're gonna be if you think we're done talking about LeBron James well then you don't really know us coming up <laughs> we go top of the top yeah on the Kings best moments in Cleveland bucket
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time is something that cannot be bought. It cannot be wagered with God. And it is not in endless supply. Time is simply how you live your life. It's V Week at ESPN. When we partner with the V Foundation to highlight the urgent need for cancer research, this is game-changing research that helps save lives. You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. Now we're going to go right to this Toronto versus Celtics matchup. And look, the Celtics were one-point underdogs. That caught a little people by surprise. I'm sure Vegas had something to say about that. And Pascal Siakam was going to work early. Had a pretty strong game. And look, when you're going against these forwards, you're going to need that. Pascal Siakam with 17 points in that first half, setting the tone for the game. But the third quarter... Boston getting to work. Jason Tatum, is he having an MVP season? A lot of people are saying that he's having an MVP season and he would be the MVP favorite at this point in time. But just, again, putting in the work. Boston up here by six in transition. Getting work. Just some big boy work there by Jason Tatum. But we're going to jump to the fourth quarter. Celtics still leading in Toronto. Tough place to play. Jalen Brown with the jab step three. These guys together, I just don't know if there is a better duo. We might have a conversation about that. Then get the guy in the air. Little pump fake and one. Ball movement there. Swing, swing. And then Shanae. Look, Shanae doing some work. Shanae, you almost ready for this because we're going to have to have a conversation. <laughs> yep. Yes, and look, when you check out the offensive juggernaut, look, offensive efficiency, three-point field goals per game, three-point field goal percentage, true shooting percentage, they rank number one in all of these categories. And I'm pretty sure if we found more categories, they would probably rank in the top three. Boston is on pace to smash all kinds of records. And then I want to ask my guy, Mr. Professor Zach, what is the most impressive Celtic statistic so far? I mean, all of it. Look, there have been stories that have risen and fallen over a week here or week there. The biggest story on the court in the NBA this whole season is Boston's offense. And you can pick any of those stats. But one, I want to shout out a website called Cleaning the Glass and my guy Ben Falk, who measures half-court points per possession. Half-court. Forget transition, fast breaks. Just when the game slows down, how efficient are you? 
They're number one by a country mile. The gap between them at one and the second place team is the same as the gap between number two and like number 16. And remember, this is where they fell apart against Miami when they escaped it against Golden State when they didn't. When they were turning the ball over, when the game got slow, when they weren't attacking the right matchups, when they weren't moving it fast enough. This year, they are a precision machine of scoring and passing. They're almost in the top five in assist rate, which you never would have guessed the way they played the last couple rounds of the playoffs last year. It's the biggest on-court story in basketball. If this Boston offense is like this, they are the championship favorites. Uh, Zach, first of all, let me say this. I've been following basketball for 45 years, even though I'm only 42 years old, and I have never heard points per possession in the half court. That's a new stat, and I actually like it. I respect it, so I'm pretty sure that that's going to get mixed in with everything. But I want to ask Brian Windhorst. Brian, now we've heard Zach per possession half court, which is I'm sure we're going to start hearing more about that. What has been so impressive to you about their start to the season? Yeah, he mentioned it a little bit, but their assist-to-turnover ratio, they're second in the league in assist-to-turnover. And I went to so many Celtics playoff games last year, and those games in the TD Garden where those guys, especially Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown was, there'd be times when he'd just hand the ball away, and Marcus Smart and even Tatum would lose focus. And those turnovers were maybe the biggest reason. That and Steph Curry just being awesome uh, kept them from winning the title last year. There were so many possessions that they would just hand the ball away. The unforced turnovers just killed this team at times last year. I can still close my eyes and hear the groans in TD Garden when even as great as those guys were in the stages, how it would drive the fans up a wall the way they would give the ball away. And they have definitely made that a priority, and they have definitely cleaned it up. And look, you cannot be a high-level offensive team like they are if you hand the ball away, and they are not, and they are awesome. And look, when they fixed the one problem that was turning the ball over, it wasn't just its growth between their young guys, but also bringing in Malcolm Brogdon, being in, bringing in a steady ball handler, allowing those guys to do everything that they normally do. And that's just scoring. But let's take a little bit of a closer look at Tatum and Brown. Through the first 25 games, they are averaging 57 and a half combined points <laughs> per game. The last two pair of teammates to average that many points, look, it was James Harden and Russell Westbrook. And then before that, it was Kobe and Shaq. So I got my girl, Chanae, mm -hmm. Miss Houston herself. <laughs> Tell me, is this the best combo in the league? Right now, the answer is heck yes. It absolutely is. This is the best. Look at that number, 57 and a half uh, points per game between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But it's not just that. If you think about it, they also lead their team who is missing one of their biggest defensive pieces in Robert Williams. Uh, Patrick, uh, yeah, Robert Williams. Yeah, that was the that. idea. That was it. I was I like got Patrick you. Holmes. Yeah, there we go. Uh, one of the biggest def defensive pieces outside of Marcus Smart. They're top in rebounds per game. And then also they also are top in made three-pointers per game. And this is a team that makes the most threes in the NBA. So there's so many categories, as you mentioned, that are top three or yeah. top one offensively and defensively, which is slept on when you think about the Celtics as well. You know what else is crazy is, yes, they are these guys. They are those dudes. And I know Perk is so happy right now. I know he wishes he can be on the show. But you forget about all the other talent. Again, Al Horford. Yep. They have the defensive player of the year yep. on their squad currently. So they are a very complete team. And so I also want to talk about one thing. We've got some new hardware that oh, we're going to we? debut. Yes. Oh. Look at this. Okay. Now, look. Now, again, 
Apparently, we're going to give out some participation trophies. I dig it. This goes to the best regular season record. Okay. Yeah, so we got a crystal ball, right? So if you got, the best, mad if you got the best regular season record, then this is the best teammate award. And would you ever be up for the best teammate award? Absolutely, but just not with you. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not a teammate. Me and Malika, me and Perk, not me and you. Me and Perk. Do you think me and Perk can get the best teammate? Can Heck we, can no. We get the best <laughs> no, but I think off camera, absolutely. No, look. I, okay, so that's I, I, I look. I like this, and this is. Uh, I can't. Look, yeah, I, I, it literally says. The best, best regular, regular season record. Award. I'm curious to see how teams are going to handle this now. Players are going to handle it. I like new awards. I like new love. Do you know which team would have got this in 2017-2018? Who? The Houston Rockets. Ah, uh, boo. Why are we? Why? Are we, okay, okay. Look, coming up next on NBA Today. Today, did you know today is the World Trick Shot Day? We get Steph's reaction to this viral video next on NBA Today. Keep oh, it's it my day. Will you stop with this Houston Never. stuff? Never. Oh, they're not going to let us back. They're not going to let us back. You keep doing this. <laughs> Today is Trick Shot Day. Oh wow! And I want you to take a look at these five straight. Four. Why are we? Got, why is the graphics guy say this is not real? Can we? Can we? Wait! Wow! That's not cool. You didn't know it wasn't real. Who did that? Steph Curry did it. Producer Darren. Look at like he's fine. No, no. Look at this. That looks <laughs> real to me. Oh, uh, there's mul there's multiple angles of it. This is ridiculous. But we know what it is. <laughs> Here. I knew it was fake when he made five in a row. I thought three in a row, you know, he could do that, but not five in a row. It was, uh, I, I think, um, just the fact that it's Steph made people pause and wonder if it was real. So that's all you need to know about, about Steph. What was up with the doctored video of the full court heaves? And then also, yeah. You said the doctored video? That's what Raymond said. Raymond said it was fake. Doctored. No, the doctored, the the edited, the edited. The CGI. Yeah, yeah. Nobody believes I made five in a row from ninety I mean, ninety feet. Still, I think some people still believe it's real. I'll let I'll let them be the judge of that, but it's an ultimate compliment to uh, probably be amazed by it, but not think it's outlandish that uh, it could be it could be real. I did make two of them though, just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> Uh, okay, look, we're bringing back the whole panel. I just did the game in San Francisco. He does shoot it from their tunnel to the opposite end of the court, so he has a little bit of practice. But, Zach, what was your first thought when you saw this video? Honestly, this fake video stuff scares me, man. If you have this kind of power, at least use it for fun stuff like this because you start thinking about the real implications of it, it's a little scary. Brian? I know you've heard something called a deep fake, and I guess this technically would be a deep fake. 
But because it's Steph Curry, it was kind of a shallow fake because like you couldn't completely rule it out, even though it was a deep fake. Is that all track? I don't well, know. Well, I'm just wondering, Brian. Like you've talked about. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You've global warming, CJ, CGI. We, we gotta we gotta figure out these internet websites that you're hanging out on, big guy. That that that, that that's my issue. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me, as a person that has played against them, as a person that has watched them play, the biggest compliment to Steph is that everyone was like. Man, that's crazy, man. Steph's doing his best. <laughs> man, that's crazy. He's NBA nice. players, guys that have played with this man and played against him were like, man, that's man, that's that's crazy. Good true. for Steph. Got, I can't look, believe. Well, Richard, how are we going to guard him now? Richard, it got me. It like, got I, I fully thought that was real. Yeah. Oh, okay, look, I, I thought But I'm easy real. to get, so. Right. Look, we, well, anyways, it was fake. Today is trick shot day. Shout out to all the people out there pushing the boundaries and doing a bunch of crazy trick shots. And look. Still to come, LeBron makes his return to Cleveland for the 10th time. So it's only right to, you know, relive some of those moments. I even might make a little bit of an appearance. No. NBA Today, back in 60 seconds. No, one, yeah, I two, made, Did I make an appearance? Three. I better. Four. ESPN's doubleheader is full of some quality talent. Trey Young and the Hawks taking on the Knicks at 7.30 Eastern. Then... The Celtics are in Phoenix to take on Devin Booker and the Suns. And, and look, Friday, we got Lakers versus Philly. I will be in the building doing that game, 7.30 okay. p.m. Eastern NBA Friday, Lakers 76ers. And then Bucks versus Dallas Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern. We got a lot of quality games. Mm -hmm. You got AD versus Giannis. You got or you got AD versus, versus Embiid. You got Giannis versus Luka. We got a lot, but you know what we got a lot of? We got some top of the top. And look, speaking of LeBron, with him in Cleveland, tonight we had to give something is that a Wally Zerbiak sighting oh talk about you okay it was a, it was a back bend for me at the oh, end oh yes the back bend <laughs> little booby Gibson Ooh, Ooh. headband brawn headband brawn headband brawn is a problem and what happened when you took it off right, well you know the hair came with it right <laughs> you know I knew Our, where I was trying to you leave know you were trying to go oh and then this one poor Dwight they still won the series. I feel like that was the only game they won in that series. It was. It was. Thank you, producer, producer Schwartz. Producer Schwartz. <laughs> not, my, not my knowledge. Schwartz is in the back. He's like, it was, Richard. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you look. Sometimes you're just like, huh? Oh, that was the top triple, okay? That's the top triple. Now the top hammer. Ooh. Yeah. In and out. Yeah. Mm. What he did versus the Pistons. His, what was it? Sure, is it in the, the entire But the Celtics, God, you got a different type of bronze. Look at that. He he literally ran the East. K KG, KG didn't even try to jump. KG tried to go and was like, ah, no, nah, I'm good. Business decision. All right. Top of the top buzzer beater. Okay. Ooh, block it. All right, we're going to fast forward. Yeah, oh, so we're going to show the block before. Okay. Oh, that's tough. That's, That's tough. A problem. 2018. Oh, this one. Oh, I don't know, but this dude's pretty good. That's the moment like I dream of standing on top of the scoring oh, table. This, one, this was a tough shot. The high off the glass. Look, he just, it was a good time. We had, we had a good time. And then look. Top connection, a little Kyrie off the glass. And mm. the, that's the pull. Look at me. I'm dancing over there in the postseason. Like, let's go. Turn up, Richard. Let's go. I'm trying to go to the after party. But but hold on. Hold on. I think we have some honorable mention. Let's yeah. check it out. Oh, look at the point, though. No, 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 no. Look at the point. 
I don't mention. Oh, oh who is this on? It's on you, boo. What are you talking about? It's on you. That's first ball. LeBron's top Cleveland play, plays. Uh, yeah. That was, first of <laughs> all, that's Lawrence Frank's fault. Bradley, you see how big that boy was? Well, I, can you defend yourself right here? Because you weren't doing it there. No, I will defend myself. My career high is against the Cavs and LeBron James. That's that's my. That's okay. my. Yeah. That, that's okay. my. Is that okay? Is that a good defense? That's all right. Okay. Well, look. I just want to say, thank you so much, Tanae. For Why? everything that you do. Do I get a teammate award now? You get a teammate award. Uh, this will be the only time that we're going to hand out the teammate awards. What do you think? Well, any, anything else? You, I'll give you this because you have been Miss Rocket all day. Would you like to say something about your Rockets? Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> Keep fighting the good fight. I know we only put your highlights on here when they're against other people like Giannis dropping 50 and Ja going for 48 or 49, but I'm here for you Houston Rockets fans, and thank you so much for giving me a platform to do what I do best and just talk NBA, but with the flavor of H-Town. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Look, I don't have any hype like that other than I want to say, what's up, my guy Dan Orlovsky, NFL Live. What's up, Mina? Hi, Laura. Oh, what's up, Laura?